Hi everyone, welcome to the first, I think we've agreed it's an episode, of the Cloud9 Spain podcast. Um, I'm delighted to say that we have a, a full team, full squad this morning. I'll just quickly introduce you all. Emma Kavanagh, our Business Development Director. Good morning. Uh, we have uh, Shanine Belgi, 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 yeah, yeah Belgi. new addition to our team, uh, expert Hi. lead handler. Um, we have Dominic Marischek here, who's our Sales Director. And my, name, and my name's Sean Woolley, I'm the Managing Director. And we also have a very special guest, um, saving the best till last. Rebecca Want is here from Marbella Interiors. Um, furniture company that we often instruct to help our clients out with furniture schemes. So she's here to provide what I hope is the voice of reason as we enter the madness of our first podcast. Please be gentle with us. I'm sure um, we will uh, we will get better as we go along. What we've decided to do for our, our first um, podcast is to cover the, the things that we like most about living on the Costa del Sol. We've all been here for various times. There's some oldies amongst us. Yeah, all right, that's me. Um, <laughs> and we have some who've been here maybe not so long, but we've all been here a sufficient time, I think, to to know what we enjoy, know what we like. And also, we're going to throw in at the end a few things that we don't like, uh, a few okay. things that drive us absolutely nuts. Surprisingly, about there is a few, actually. There's more than yeah. a few, Dominic. <laughs> um, I actually, actually edit that down to a manageable amount. But, um, you know, we, we are of the firm belief that, you know, nowhere is perfect. And so there's always good and there's always bad. So um, before we crack on, I'm a little bit tired today. Yeah, why? I'm a little bit tired. I had two hours sleep last night. What Actually, happens? you know what? I received an email. I went to the loop. <laughs> and I received an email <laughs> oh, from no. you at 3 o'clock in the morning. But I always do that. If I, if I, Because if I need to take an afternoon off the following day, I always send a few emails the night before. Oh, so, so it's an thinks, early finish today then. I've got a massage booked at 4. So I've got to go. But I, I might even cancel the massage. It was just I, I can go instead of you. How about that? It's my birthday treat from six months ago. Oh, okay. So, no. I guess not. <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. But do you know why I think I'm tired? I think it's because I was actually let out of the office yesterday. Because I don't get out much, do I? No. no I don't really get out much. No, no. I've, I've been here too long, so I don't get out much. And yesterday... Did you enjoy yourself too much? And then you couldn't sleep? Well, do you know what? I think that might be it. You're I think like it was like going, child that got <laughs> <over> excited. <laughs> 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 birthday party. I was sitting at a table across of Sean, oh, and every time I glanced over, that table was laughing, they were cheering, and <laughs> I think a, I missed out on the funnest fun. table. You know when you go to a wedding? And you think, where's the naughty table? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was Sean. And, and we, we got a naughty table. And because I, I, I must, must put this in some context for our listeners, but we, we, um, we went to a, a, an event uh, at La Quinta, which is a very famous um, golf resort. They have some fantastic residential projects and they were launching the, the latest called Kerkus. I thought it was Quercus, or do I know? Um, and we had a good time. They, ent- they entertained us, they gave us the, the overview of the project, they treated us to lunch, and it was actually very nice. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't like all that corporate stuff. No, but yeah. they did a fantastic job, very professional, and to be honest, it was one of the first developments where they introduced a new phase with such an event. You know, yeah. we had a presentation, we had a fantastic three-course lunch. It was a bit fishy, though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was fish. It was a bit, no, I don't, I'm not a fan. And there was actually a draw at the end. I was ah. so disappointed to have lost because they were the giving three cards from Corte Inglés worth a thousand euros wow. each. Wow. Yeah. Dominic thought he was going to win a BMW M Sport. Oh, yeah. That was the problem because there just happened to be an event on in La Quinta on the same day. Yeah. And you walk in there. You were in the wrong party. We were in the wrong party. <laughs> exactly. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because all these beautiful, gleaming BMWs. And we were all thinking, wow, they said there was going to be a raffle, but this is something else. Yeah. But to be honest, if you 
you know, narrow it down. The developer is super wealthy. They run a huge corporation. So I thought it could actually make sense that they go all out and offer the agents a nice car. No. But, but a gift no. card of a thousand euros is still That's better than nice. I ever it's came not. across. Yeah, I have to say that was already. A well, you know what would happen with my gift card if it if I ever got one? I wouldn't see it. Yeah, my partner would be spending that left, right, and center. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even see it. No. You Maybe it's good you didn't win. I know. Yeah, but we were looking at each other thinking, "Come on, win, win, win." Anyway, let's let's get on to the uh, the topic of today. So, the top ten things we like about living here on the Costa del Sol, um, and the first one. <laughs> was actually chosen by Dominic. What I did was I asked everyone in this room and others to, to present me with, with their ideas of what their favorite things were. And we got, we got a terrific response. And I've actually had to edit it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and some of them related to, to other things. So I kind of put them into 10, 10 topics. The first one, Dominic, is over to you. Yeah, the first one is weather and climate. I presume everyone that comes to Marbella comes here for the sunshine. And statistically, we have 320 days of sun which makes it one of the sunniest places in Europe, beating as well Costa, no, Costa Rica, Tenerife. Ah, so, which is even further south. So yeah, I think that... Yeah. We have more sunny days than they do, but I think it's a little bit hotter during the wintertime there. Yes, yes, you're right. And the weather is actually one of the reasons my parents moved back here 18 years ago, because they come from a really industrial, cold environment in Germany. And having to spend time here, they decided that, that's a real asset and they want to change their lifestyle and go into a place where my father can lie in the sun for most of the day and enjoy. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. So he wakes up quite late and then lies in the sun. He's always tan. And so it brings a sort of philosophy, a different lifestyle into the sunshine. It just makes you feel better you feel all better? over, doesn't it? Whether yeah. you're... I mean, just wake up and see the blue sky. It's different. If it's a little bit cooler, not height of summer, you still 100%. feel... And it's actually sky. statistically uh, proven and scientifically that serotonin in your brain gets released the more sun-subjected you are. Mm. And serotonin is a happy hormone. So in countries where it's dark, Norway, Sweden, Ireland, Germany, people are more subjected to depression than they are here. And I think that's one of the main reasons why clients of us as well come to Spain. And I always say to them, invest in a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to really gain on, and you're going to have a return on investment always. Absolutely. That's it. Very good. <laughs> weather is amazing. Whoever knew weather could be so interesting. What's the day the today? English the English love of... talking about weather, don't they? The English, oh, the English, English love, love talking, talking about, about weather. But yeah. I have to say, when you go back, I mean, I go back to the UK maybe two or three times a year if I have to, and... Um, when you're approaching the airports on the plane and you just go into that great bank of clouds. And you come down there. and you're just straight away on the runway. Out of the cloud into the runway. Yeah, and you get off and you know, if you haven't got the privilege of having one of those air bridge things, and you get off and you're like, oh my god. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a third world country. Because yeah. it's just like, oh my god, I haven't bought anything. I haven't bought an umbrella, I haven't bought a coat, it's freezing cold, this great bank of cloud is there. Now a question to you, because oh. you come from England. I heard that you have over twenty expressions of rain. Yes. That's There's insane. Lots of different ways days are causing rain. We see so much of it dominate. That's the problem. And there are different types of rain. Here, oh, when it rains, yeah. it's it just... It's just rain. It's, it's over with. And it's beautiful. It's yeah. But it's tropical. Rain. It's got that really sort of Caribbean feel. There's nothing beautiful about it. <laughs> rain? Yeah. 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 It's beautiful because it sets a contrast. Right? It does. You have 320 days of sunshine. When it rains, you kind of appreciate it. Which yeah. you don't if we have really 320 do days of sunshine, country. there's no, no weather to talk about, is there? So we have to discuss other things. Yeah. <laughs> I like the seasons here. Yeah. Because when it's the summer, when you get, you know, when it's when it's like I don't know, 
May, June, you think, oh, I can't wait for July and August when it's nice and hot and I can Shorts be out there. Flops. Shorts and maybe not with my legs. Shorts and flip flops <laughs> and in the pool, out the pool. And then when it comes to like the end of August, September, you're like, oh, I can't wait for winter. Yeah. 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 And you're oh, looking, you're looking forward to getting the duvet out. Yeah. 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 Snuggling down. Oh. It's a contrast. And contrast. summer's gone on a long time this year. With the the year. I got well. the duvet out way too soon and I'm so hot. With the 11th of October and we're still on 30 degrees. I know. Yes. But I lived in the Canaries for years. I grew up there. And it is on paper better weather in the Canaries. It's not in the, you know, Christmas, it's lovely, you don't get the cold, you don't need the coat. But I prefer the weather here. In that it's you have the lovely warm evenings, the wind in the Canaries just is just yeah. non-stop. Mm, not and in the summer, I've um, been over on holiday to visit my in-laws, and we've gone in June, July, and we've had a week of cloud, which you wouldn't it's get cloudy, here. Yeah. yeah, you know, you could you could come here and maybe have a day that's cloudy, but you are guaranteed in the June through till end of September, October, you can mm. come on holiday and just bring shorts and flip flops. You'll be fine. Whereas yeah. we were taking jackets and long trousers oh, wow. just in case, yeah. and you know that in the in the evening it's going to be chilly. It's too volcanic. It's a very there, different. Anyways. It's beautiful, but I I prefer it here. And also, you're stuck on an island. Aren't you? you are stuck on an island, which we'll come on to later. Yeah. That cabin fever. Yeah, she's exactly the voice of reason. She she sounds intelligent with her glasses on, doesn't she? Yeah, and she looks really intelligent. She's like the new glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they new. They're the new ones. They're my officially. I've hit forty-two. I need bifocal glasses. Oh, oh I'm getting to that stage as well. I've reached that age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been told. Guys, this is not on the list. It's not on the list. It's far more than the weather. No, but I've been told. I need what's it? Very focals. Oh, is that even more? Is that more complicated than? I don't know. They know what it means, but I've noticed that not only can I not see what I'm doing here. But also, if I'm watching TV, I'm like... That was the problem. <laughs> that was the thing. So, yeah. so if you walk in and you look at it and then you look down, oh, I can't see. So you've got your glasses to see distance yeah. and then you have to take them off to then put the glasses to read. And then the key question is, chain or no chain? Oh no! Oh no! no chain. chain! Come on! Just leave them on. No chain. That is chain. I'm, I'm up for chain. I'm up for a chain. Yeah. You get to an age where you just think oh, you don't care anymore. Stuff it. Yeah. 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 You do when you're younger. You actually you're bothered. Like, where, 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 you know, where are they? It's not a chain. At least you know where they are. <laughs> can we get you one with beads? <laughs> I can do that. Rather nice. Right, Christmas sorted. Santa Secret Santa sorted. One quick question, just to touch on a negative. When is the worst time for weather here? Because I always get asked that by clients. February. You know, oh, it's February. 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 Yeah, it's always, oh, my birthday. Birthday. always my birthday. February is the coldest month. I'd ever. say January, February. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, I think, I think sometimes as we get past Christmas, it's still nice, January, February. It's a bit cooler, but it's, it's still nice. I always think, I always think that the worst time is around Easter. No, 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 Easter's not. Nice. Easter, hang on a minute. Well, Easter moves, doesn't it? Well, I've serious. never understood when. <laughs> I know moves. when is Easter, yeah. But I always remember Easter's gone, gone past. Or maybe it's like when you remember your childhood and the you know the summer is always hot. But Easter, it just seems to rain. And then as soon as it's gone, as soon as Easter is gone, summer begins. Yeah, that's, but it doesn't make yeah, it the worst true. time of the year because it rains and still kind of warm. You like a bit of rain, don't you? No, but I'm saying <laughs> the rain in, in January, February, it's cold. End of February, beginning of March, it's just miserable. Yeah. 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 Mm. Super cloudy and rainy and cold. Yeah. Easter, for instance, you may have some rain, but the temperatures are still very comfortable. You're outvoted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think that the four, the four sort of quiet months... Are November, December, January, February, aren't they? They're yes. the four yes. months where the coast goes, oh, and we all love it. That, there's that lump over New Year where it goes insane, where loads of people come over just oh, for just have Yeah, fun. and we have the, the 15 holidays. We have the, the, the Puente at the start of December. Yeah. We have Christmas, 
Then we have the Spanish Christmas. Then we have New Year. Oh, I can't. I can't even work out what the order is. But <laughs> I remember it takes about five weeks to actually get back to work. If you didn't think, Dominic, you were going to mention something very um, interesting about La Concha. Oh yeah, true. Thanks for reminding me, Sean. It's all right, do you work for you? So basically, <laughs> there is a mountain that's... so well-researched here, Claire. A mountain that's sort of embedded into Morbea, or Morbea is embedded into the mountain, and it's called La Concha. And it's called La Concha for two reasons. Basically, it means the shell. First, it looks like a shell, and secondly, when you're on top of the mountain, you find little ocean shells. Now, can I stop you there? Oh, of course. Because this one, Emma here, was on top of that mountain. I actually climbed La Concha What's on Sunday. Um, most people would say it's a, it's a hike, but I would say that it's a, it's a climb. It it's it's, a it's climb. hard work, yeah, but once you no. get to the top, it's very, very rewarding. <laughs> yes, um, the view We stayed up there a little right? bit longer than we should have and spent quite a lot of time up there just taking in the whole of the Costa del Sol. You can literally see to Fengarola and beyond and then all the other side down to uh, down to Gibraltar so it's uh... so not only do you get to experience a beautiful view but the mountain actually creates a microclimate for Marbella with its termix winds it always pushes the clouds just outside of Marbella and often in the winter days you have rain in Fengarola you have rain in Estepona but in Marbella the sun is shining the mountains actually no, 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 the mountain. <laughs> the mountain's That's actually true. the back yeah. So, like, you, like I used to live in Ronda. You can go up to Ronda, and it'll be minus yeah. three degrees, and come down here, and it's fifteen. Well, yeah. that's it because I've heard that it's it's the north. It's the winds from the north that create the cold. Yeah, because winds yes. from the south should be warmer. And La Concha protects us from the cold yeah, north yeah. winds. Is that, yeah, is that, yeah, that, that's that's, that's so right. That is correct. And it's a beautiful mountain, actually. Yeah, it's I mean, the, you know, very. very I love having the view of that mountain. Yeah. What from your little utility room? And my terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca's had a kitchen done recently. And she's made a little special place in, in her utility room. It's my little quiet For her six-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get on to social services after this, uh, after this podcast. He has one seat and a little, uh, a little window of opportunity to look at the mountain. Bless him. Um, okay, so that's weather covered. Oh, my God, we're 14 minutes in. Wow, maybe we should pace up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just to be fair, weather is one weather of the main aspects of why people buy and here. Yeah, and it's good that we so thoroughly And why we're it. here. No, but the other thing about weather, just, just before, oh, we, okay. before we leave weather, is Irish pasty skin. I don't like the sun. I don't like the sun. I've been I in my pool. It's not my pool, it's a communal pool. I've been in my pool once this year. I hate lying in the sun. The idea of sitting there baking yes, in I my agreed. own juices. Yeah. Oh. It's true, isn't it? But, what are you doing? but, but at least you know you have it there. Yes. But in no, case but you need it. I know, but I just like the climate. For me, yeah, it's, it's, around it's, around I, don't, I don't sunbathe. No, no. We, in the summer, we go to the beach at 7 o'clock in the evening when it's mm. already cooling down. Yeah. It's lovely. You can go in the sea. It's, it's a, a real Spanish calmer. way, isn't it? It's very yeah. Spanish way. That's because the deck chairs are free. If we're actually expanding the topic climate and oh. I might mention one more thing humidity and that's a place that humongous role because it's not humid here no now I experienced a trip to uh, Marseille France last year and I left Marbella it was beautiful the temperature was warm but it wasn't on you you know how humidity can affect you and I went to Marseille then I went to Côte d'Azur and it was the same temperature but the Perception of temperature was completely different. It was yeah. worse. It was sticky. You couldn't sit outside. You would start sweating. It's horrible. Mm. When you come here, it's fresh, warm. It's a dry, and, a dry heat. And honestly, I haven't experienced, I don't think anyone will, a better climate in Europe than Spain. Yeah. Actually, not just Spain, Marbella. Yeah. There isn't a better place. 
Wow. And I would like to say that it's sort of the Miami of Europe. I'd agree with that. Very good. Okay, we'll move on on that point. Yeah. So, Six Jean, minutes after. I'm going to tick. Have you done that? This is like Room 101, isn't it? You know, like, what should we put into oh, Room 101? We should do that. We're keeping weather. We should do, yeah. So we're keeping weather. We're keeping weather. Yeah, we're not going to put that in. Okay, so the second point we came on to was um, actually one that Shanine came up with, which was the, the sort of diversity of, of the environment here in terms of the people. Yeah, well, I've always said since I've come here, I think... <laughs> What makes this particular town, Marbella in itself, special is the diversity of cultures, mm. nationalities, but also you'll find that people here are totally multilingual. Mm. Three or four languages they have under their belt. Um, and not only that, the most talented people I've ever seen live in Marbella. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> they can throw their hands to, to all sorts of careers. I mean, you know, whether you've come down here as an estate agent and end up working in a totally different field, mm. they're very educated. And I'm really proud of that, actually, because there does seem to be a really diverse culture here. So yeah. um, that really shocked me when I came down here, because I thought it would be quite a bland mix, but yeah. very international. And I think a lot of people, uh, they, they, they think that, you know, if they're British, for instance, they think that it's going to be, you know, full of Brits, yeah. no mm -hmm. one else. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they're German, they think the same, and not the Scandinavians think the same. But actually, it's not. I think you gravitate towards your own, mm -hmm. as, as any an, anyone probably does. But... I'm amazed like you. I mean, my partner used to be a teacher, and I think he said that um, in the school he was teaching in, there were something like 25 different nationalities of kids. Yeah, the same. I actually went to school here, into an international school, and in my and look class... look how he turned out. Yeah, quite amazing, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> jokes aside. In my class, I probably had 10 different cultures, yeah. Yeah. and they were all from different countries, and for me, coming from a country where it was just Germans... Mm to a school where everyone came from different experiences and backgrounds was mind-blowing. I think it's fantastic yeah. as well, in terms of uh, sort of general education it's, of society it's, and it's, the it's world. It's great. It, My son goes to public school, yeah. and he, but he's the same. There's so many the different horizon. nationalities. What does in, public school mean in Spain? Is that like, the it's not like eating State school. No, no, no. Okay. Actually, public, open to everybody, okay. paid for by the state. So he and you has, made that choice, obviously, but you wanted your son six I years old. I made that choice six years Yeah, well, he start, they start school here when they're three. Crikey. Which is quite nerve-wracking. Um, but he started, I made the decision, I wanted him, if nothing else, even if it was just for the first year, he had to be completely bilingual, like you say. This Speaking the language is huge. This is actually exactly it. My son is five. <clears throat> he's been in school since five months, so he's always been around the Spanish sort of environment. But there came a day where he said to me, Mum, I'm English. I said, no, you're not. You were born in Spain. Mm. But he didn't get it because both his parents were English yeah. nationals. So straight away, into the public school, and I made sure that that first thing was... He has to learn Spanish. Yeah. And now he's bilingual. Yeah. And it only took a year. And fantastic. it's fantastic. That's amazing. That's There's nothing amazing. better for, you know, it's, it's like obviously they, they can do the, everything else later. They can do the math, they can do the read. Just having those two languages and the understanding yeah. of the two different cultures. Because I was very, because I, I was nine when I moved to Spain. And I went to Spanish school at first and then into an international school, but it was the Canaries. It was a very, very small place. Mm. Here, I was really worried because this English parents, we speak English at mm. home. My mom lives here, so she speaks English to him. I wanted to make sure that he was integrated. Mm. And so we went to a completely, not even bilingual, completely Spanish nursery. And a complete, and he's the only English child in his school. Same. And I think with the private schools, they, they're really geared to the education. Fantastic mm. private schools here. But I've, I have found that the, 
there's generally about an hour or two a day that is Spanish speaking. Yeah. So to me, that was off the table until he was absolutely bilingual. Exactly. And then yeah. I would consider. Right. Okay. I, exactly can, I can confirm that because we only had very little, well, not little, but in comparison to all the other subjects, probably one hour of Spanish a yeah. day. Yeah. And that was it. And it's actually, just to quickly mention, very difficult to learn Spanish here. Have you guys realized? Because the more you learn, yeah. no, but even if you integrate, I've been living here 18 years and I could say that I speak Spanish, but when I approach someone in a restaurant, they, they always answer English. to me in English. Yeah. And I speak fluent Spanish, they bring me an English menu. <laughs> and then I say, I'm not even English, so if you want to bring me my native language menu, make it German or Polish. But, don't, not English. but then it comes back to the diverseness of, of languages and cultures and everybody's it's a mixed pot here, you yeah. know, it really is. It's um, and I love that because you I know, you, you can look around your, your group of friends, and okay, you know, you might have, as I said earlier, you might be more inclined to hang out with, with people from your own country, but also you're hanging around with Norwegians, with French people, with Americans, and you wouldn't get that in your yeah. home country. Yeah. And yeah. you learn little things that you ordinarily would never learn about different nationalities because you are living with them. I mean, we went to a birthday party, one of the little children, and, and they're from the Philippines, and one of the Things, the meals that we were given, what a party snack, was a kebab stick with yeah. a frankfurter sausage and a marshmallow on it. Were they? <laughs> that and, sounds great. And I just thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Lunch and And I actually, but I googled it, and that's a, it's a thing in the Philippines. It's a birthday. So you know, even just it was just the weirdest food ever. Manila. <laughs> anyway, it's obviously you know, in, say somewhere like London, you have you have towns that are geared to. You know, Jewish communities, yeah. you don't get that here. You find that they're all very... Everybody mixes together. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's become more and more multicultural over the past five years as well. It's really become, you yeah, see, more Swedish so. here, more Finnish, more yeah. Norwegians, more of everybody. It's, a little, it's become, you know, Costel Souls now got its mark on the map as being a year-round destination rather than just a tourist summer destination. Yeah. There's people here all year round, so you're being able to integrate with different nationalities. And I think that what makes what happens then is you become more open-minded as an individual. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you're so used to dealing I guess I always think that, you know, the, the, the you know, one of the main things about prejudice is the fact that it's ignorance and it's difference. Here we're brought up with difference all around us. Exactly. Different nationalities, different cultures. Different religions. Yeah, yeah different religions. And you, to There's us, no it's issues. just a, yeah, it's it's just no absolutely issue. no just, issue. You don't have to learn to accept it. It becomes part yeah, of your yes. exactly. day to day. You so. learn. You learn to be to 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 be anti something. Yeah. You learn that. Yeah. Natural, sure not born anti exactly, things or no. recognizing colors of skin. I do think very little in, little. in somewhere like <laughs> the UK, immigration is almost frowned upon. Mm. Um, cultures stay separate. Yeah. Um, like you just said, mm. Jewish, Muslims. Um, British, you know, and it's it's frowned upon. Whereas here, we all integrate very well together. We don't ever say, "Oh, there's too many of one nationality here." Yeah. You know, th th there's a thing about Brits. Of course, Brits were always the first to mm. kind of be in Spain, but that's just not the way it is anymore. Mm. Everybody gets gets on together quite quite nicely. Yeah. and that actually makes it a very safe place. Well, just to nod yeah. on that, uh, really, I have lived here it's as I said, safe. 18 yeah. years. I've never been mugged. I've never no. been robbed. Same. Same. Um, I mean, you're going, going on to point three. That's Rebecca's point. Okay, <laughs> Rebecca. Quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put an agenda together at three o'clock in the morning and look what happens. <laughs> okay, so should we go to the next one? Then? <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, over to you about the the safety of the place and um, 
a big thing as well is that the respect for family values. And I know you've got strong views on this. Yeah, no, it is. It just like exactly like you say. You you feel safe. I can go and take the dog for a walk. I live in the centre of the town, in Centro San Pedro, centre of town. I can take the dog for a walk. Ten o'clock at night. It's nice. You feel safe. It's a relaxing peaceful. There's people. There's everywhere, especially in the summer I mean, because mm. it's hot. Yes. Like you said, going to the beach at seven o'clock at night. 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, the kids are all out playing in the square. There's a fountain in the square. They're running through the water. I mean, I've been known to be lying in bed going, please, can somebody put those children to bed? Because <laughs> 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 I want to go to sleep and they're still running around in the fountain outside. But it's lovely and you never have to worry about babysitters or, yes. you know, and, and it's working here as well. And obviously when you come on holiday, it's nice because you can just do everything with the kids. But when you work here... And you'll find it as well. You know, you can be honest and say, "I've really got to go because I've got to do a school run." Yeah. I mean, I have a I have a sales rep who will come to the sports centre while my child's at basketball practice, so we can go through the new catalogue because nice. he gets that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and nobody ever, you don't have to try and separate family and work or anything like that. It all just comes together. I think there's a there's a, there's a massive amount of respect here, and I think it is based on the family value thing that Very we much. unfortunately seems to be eroded in the UK. Mm. There's respect for the elderly. Yes, oh, yes. They, they don't get abandoned here. No, no. They get integrated back into the into the home of the kids when they get older. Um, so there's respect for the elderly and there's also respect for children. Yeah. You know, yes. children are allowed to to live and breathe and, and be part of life here. And like you said, you know, very often you can be on the promenade at midnight in yeah, Marbella absolutely. In, in the summer and kids are running around and you have no anxiety about where they're running to, who's yeah, going to pick exactly them up. Because you know that if... if Someone picks them up, they'll just deliver them back to the parents. Yeah. And, you know, it's like uh, a neighbourhood watch in a way, like a family watch. And I think that just breeds that. And you know, you, you'll find it with the young Spanish as well, won't you? That they, you know, they they have this respect for the family as an institution. Yeah, yeah. I saw know? I saw a guy actually the other day moving on to number four, not so oh quickly, but he was in the hospital and he was walking along with his nan's hand, and it kind of like touched oh, my heart because yeah. in England Absolutely. we'd have them in a wheelchair, we'd be saying, "Oh nan, no, you," you know. Yeah. He was yeah, he was really careful, caring about his his nan. It would it's see, lovely it to was see, touching. and it's yeah. lovely how how each generation of, of one family, you know, like the the, the 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 set times they have to meals on special events mm. and. And, and it's a family days. thing, and, and birthdays family. are a whole family yeah. thing. It's not just a birthday party with the children. It's the cousins and the aunts and the it's sisters and, and the grandparents, and it's, it's family huge. values. It's actually how I integrated into living here, into the culture, because when I got here, I was 12, and I actually didn't know I was going to live in Spain. My dad did a cheeky move. So he brought me here. Yeah. I want to meet your dad. Yeah. 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 I suppose I'm a son of a guy. I can imagine Don being blindfolded, but on a ferry. But anyway, so I got here, and the first day I was already on the street. I was playing with kids. I made new friends. Like I said, multicultural, a lot of Spanish kids. I used to come home late at night, dirty from playing football. My parents didn't worry. Two weeks later, I had friends, I already had connections, I already forgot my past and I moved on yeah. without the intention of moving on. It was a gradual shift and, and that's, again, thanks to the it's family sort of spirit that you have here. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's also important to point out, you know, we're, we're not sort of anti-British or anything like that. We're just comparing 
our own experience is really of kind of like for like. Okay, um, yeah. And I think also it's important to point out that hair isn't perfect in terms of safety. No. People do get rolled from Yeah, of course. But yeah. it's just at a much, I mean, I used to be a, a criminal lawyer and, and what I found here is that there's very little crime against the person. It's By petty that, crime, I mean, isn't it? it it's, it's petty it's, crime. It's, it's, if someone leaves the window open or the door open. Opportunist. Yeah, there's right. a, you know, it, you, you can't leave your brains at home when you come here on holiday yep. or if you buy a holiday over here. We'll you, be too you, flash with you know, expensive jewellery and, jewelry, and yeah. then think you can just leave it lying around yeah, and things exactly. like that. So, so. you just to point that out. So on to, on to medical care. We've chosen Emma here because okay. um, she spends most of her time. I mean, yeah, I'm, like, I'm just supposed <laughs> to say that I'm a little bit... She's here today. I'm, I'm, a little little bit bit <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit offended by this topic, but um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Well, that shows it's meant to be you. Yeah, I must be the sick one in the office, but yeah, I have had my fair. She's a vision of health. She's a vision of health. Yeah, absolutely right. Look at her. I've had my fair share of medical experience experiences in Spain so I've also got a family member who's not very well and been looking looked after by the um, by the state uh, medical mm -hmm. and he is being taken care of at a very high standard um, me personally I have private health care with Sanitas which I forced her into yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I said it'll be the we're getting older on yeah. I said, look, you've reached a certain age and it'll be the best investment you yeah. make. And she's like, what, fifty quid a month? And now I'm never <laughs> and now thanks to Sean, I'm never out of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What have I done? I've paid for the monster. Yeah. Is that where you are three times a week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. four times. She has four, new knees, four, four. she has oh. new everything. Yeah, no. I've had problems with my knees, I torn my meniscus, won't go into it, but I had an operation to fix that and it was wow. done within three or four weeks of getting the um, getting the diagnostic and I've had all different kind of tests and yeah. So just to just to clarify this, obviously there's there's the state system here which which I haven't used too much, I'll be honest with you. It's a good system. Very it's good. Really, very good, really is good it? And, and you get that, obviously I'm not gonna talk about Brexit, but we're we're all apart from yourself, we're we're um, yeah. British nationals. Yeah. Um, I'm not British. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> the odd one out. Yeah, the odd one. Um, but obviously, as uh, we are eligible as residents yeah. here to uh, take advantage of the, the oh, we pay into the system, so we are eligible to take advantage of the state uh, healthcare. It's a really good system. Is it? It's well organised. Um, I mean, you have a G, what the UK would recognise as a GP system, but it's not that you know open at nine, closed <coughs> at four, that you get five o'clock that you get in the UK. It's twenty-four well, hours. Rebecca's got more on speed dial. Basically, it's amazing. The best point is you can get an appointment the next day. Oh yeah, yeah the system is you can log online, you can make an appointment. There is no shortage of seeing your mm. GP. Whereas mm. in the UK, you may have to wait two. Oh, weeks. my sister told me she was waiting three um, weeks. Ridiculous. Which is crazy. Yeah. And I mean, she, she actually wasn't even allowed to go in to see the doctor because she had a cold. She was made to call up and, and, and right. he diagnosed her over the telephone. One thing I have to say. sent her a prescription by email. Um, no negative aspect. Actually. Oh, cool. Because we speak positive and I have to agree the service is fantastic. But in the Costa del Sol Hospital, super friendly, very professional, they're overworked. They are overworked. Oh, I, I spent overworked. a lot of time there last year because of a family member, and you could just see that place is breaking apart. They but need more funding. They need more funding, and they need more personnel. But it doesn't come across in the way they treat you. No, 100%. When I, I had my baby here, I have I to agree. say, I was an older mother, and um, they saw me pretty much every single month to do tests. They Nothing was unturned, right. literally. And when I had a baby, I had my own private room. Um, I was in the hospital for two well, weeks with my son. Sol is considered yeah. one of the best maternal It was amazing. They literally Spain. taught me yeah. how to be a mother by yeah. staying in the hospital for oh. two weeks. They oh, showed wow. me how to 
prepare the baby, you know, get my head around. Well, there's what no handbook, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're in a foreign country, which yeah, is exactly. even more a little bit. Um, yeah. And they really tried, even though my Spanish wasn't great, they really tried to sort of use their language based on my language and always with a smile on their face. Yes, yeah. I agree. They That's, always um, smiled. Yeah. One, of, one of the things, it comes back to the family values mm. and it's things that I think maybe people in hospitals in the UK here, they are providing medical care. Yes. We're not providing pastoral care. Exactly. You know, so there's they're not strict on the visiting hours. Mm. So it's not a case of between five and six people coming visit. Go you know, any you time, can, but yeah. they're expecting the family to help take yeah, care of, of you on yeah. a non medical basis. Yeah. So bringing in food, yes, the basic food is provided, but don't it's basic. Mm. You know, so you know, if you need an extra shower, you need an extra bath, the nurses are there to get you medication to look after you yeah. on a medical and basis. And they do it with a smile. And they do, and they do it well. Door. It's not a revolving yeah. door. They will they no. will keep you there until they're absolutely sure. Once they put a wristband on you, you're you're there. You don't leave until yeah. And when they're absolutely sure that you're capable, that you're up to scratch with whatever's happening, then they will Yeah. One of the reasons I, I actually got private um, healthcare was was because um, my Spanish is okay, it's, I'm, I'm fairly fluent, but in terms of um, medical words, as we put it, I don't know all the Spanish medical words, so one of my um, reasons that I got private healthcare was to be able to talk in English and not feel like I was going to a Spanish hospital and demanding to be spoken to in English, mm -hmm. whereas if you're, you know you're paying for a service, you can't expect a certain level of, yeah. please yeah, can agreed. you explain yeah. to me yeah. in English. Yeah. If I'm going to a national hospital, I, I, out of respect, want to be able to speak Spanish. But they Spanish. actually bought a translator for me. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. They, they really try hard to yeah. give it the best service, and they do, but just to yeah. narrow it down again, it's overworked and, and really needs more needs funding. More. And there's a second uh, building yes. that they have actually yeah. completely yeah. stopped uh, building because they ran out of funding. But apparently it's back on track now, isn't it? I really hope so because that hospital really deserves the best. We, because we've got the, the in between the staff as well. Great. The staff are amazing. Is yeah. that so? We we use the state system, but then we have the emer an emergency private call out. So it's not private health. <coughs> so if somebody had an accident, or so if my mom usually doesn't admit that she feels poorly until she's too poorly to go to yeah. a doctor. Yeah. So yeah. I call them out, and they come to visit us and then if they deemed as necessary to go to hospital it's on our paperwork you then get taken to the state hospital because into the system, that's the, yeah. into the system. Oh, yeah, that's and that's clever. a great system so if we had a car accident that the state um something like that yeah, happened yeah. but the ambulances aren't great that's true. in the state system yeah. they are vans that get you to hospital uh, whereas the private ones are fully equipped so we just have that in between mm. care it's up the helicopter the helicopter, the helicopter. yeah um, and it's very reasonable and it's helicopter sanitario yeah. yeah that's another I mean there's various layers of health and you can do yeah, that I mean, when you don't live here so yeah got, you know yeah. I quite often recommend it to people that come on holiday yeah I mean I'm a sanitas like Emma and um, what I love about that that system is that it's a it's a one of these um, contributory things isn't it so you pay a monthly fee that every time you use their service you then pay I think it's at 12, 14 euros, something like that. Sean so, pays yeah. more than me because it's a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, let's just point that out. Let's that one in, didn't you? There's no need for that. Just getting her own back. Yeah, yeah. So well. get my own back. Talking so well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that. Um, but what I like about it is, you, you know, if you're, if you're feeling a bit grim or, or there's a problem, you can actually walk into one of these Sanitas hospitals. Yeah. Uh, you know, any time of the day or night, and they'll see you. And it's like, well, I mean, San Pedro, they've got the GP side, but they've also got an emergency section. So if you don't want to go to the hospital and really sort of inundate oh, just like them, a drop -in clinic. Yes, yeah. literally 24 hour hours. service. It's and, um, you know, like for instance, my son, he had some quite uh, vascular problems, and you could go straight in there, they'll see you immediately. So it's like a mini 
version of A and E. Yeah, which is great because very often that's what you need, isn't it? You yes. Just, but you don't need the full wearing, you know. Exactly. Take you into the so, in conclusion, what we'd be saying, healthcare here is excellent. Of it's excellent. 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 Yeah. yeah. So that's very important for all of you who plan to come to Spain to live. Different options for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to um, another of Dominic's topics. Hey. It becomes the Dominic show now for the next two. Oh. So um, the uh, amount of places you can visit nearby. I know you're a bit of a traveler. Right? You like to go exploring. Yeah. So, I mean, people always see Marbella as one thing, but Marbella is in Andalusia. And Andalusia is super rich in culture. For instance, the other week I went to Ronda, a beautiful village city where even Hemingway was inspired to write two of his famous books has so much culture and history one sad part is the bridge they built between the old town and the Moorish town that they built so quick that it collapsed after six years actually unfortunately killing 50 people really? yeah but that's just an example and that's 45 minutes away we went to a Smurf town, the first Smurf town <laughs> in go. the world. <laughs> That's 30 minutes away. Is it's it the first or the only? The only. The, only. the first yeah. and the only. It's the blue place. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen the Smurfs. Oh, I don't have a child. Right. Um, but it's, it's just, just an a, example to show that Marbella is not about the, the fast cars, the yachts, and the fancy dining, and the, you know, the luxury clothing. Oh, right. It has accessibility that is at close reach. Tarifa, yeah. one of the hotspots for kitesurfing, is an hour away. You have, you know, the mountain range. I think, it's, I think it's great. I mean, and, and this is where it differs from living on an island, I think. So if oh, you're yeah. I mean, in Mallorca, I love Mallorca. It's fantastic. But here, you can literally jump in the car. And in two hours, yeah. you can be, well, you can be skiing. Yeah, two yeah, hours. yeah, in the winter. But you can be in Granada, one of my favorite cities in Spain. Mm. Beautiful. You love it as well. Historic city. It. Yeah, it's got a vibrancy is. because it's a university That's city. That's what I was telling you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Malaga is just an hour down the road, if yeah. not, 45 minutes. And it's the, like the Barcelona of the South, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. got the fantastic new marina. It's got the old town. It's, it's the fifth biggest city uh, of really? Spain. Fifth okay. or fourth. I'm not 100% sure. I'm actually going there on Saturday to do a whole vlog about it. Because oh. <laughs> uh, it has so much to offer. Yeah. And one aspect that Marbella might be missing is bit of like culture yeah, like theatres and yeah, musicals yeah, yeah. but you drive 45 minutes you're in Malaga you have the whole but we have to there. remember that Marbella is not a city yeah exactly yeah, but you it's like it having is. London yeah. and, and, and a yeah. little village outside of London yeah. you, you, you go into what London. Is, but on a very small scale yeah, yeah. and it's something that I lived here for years and years and didn't and they said exactly like you there's no culture there's no theatre there's nothing once my boy was in the school system and I started to talking hear, to more yeah. people mm-hmm and met different people, you start to hear, and there's, there's a little cultural centre in San Pedro, which is tiny, and they have a month a year where they have free theatre for children every night for a month. And they, it's amazing. Yeah. And you go... But you and wouldn't you know up, But you wouldn't know. No. Yes. And you, what you do is you drive past, and because it only fits 40 people in yeah. there. Yeah. You drive past and say, I wonder what they're doing, but you wouldn't realise. Mm. And there are little things, little cultural little things, pockets. and they have a month of the year where it's the cultural month. Yeah. And they do little pop-up theatres in the different squares. But if you don't really... You, you come across them if you happen to go for a walk, yeah. unless you realise what's going on. So there is culture there, there if, is. You, if you look out for it. And also, I think, you know, a couple of hours away, we've got Seville, which is oh, yeah. just done during August, because it's just too <laughs> hot. It's like a dust hole. It's yeah. like 50 degrees, isn't it? But Seville, Cordoba... Even Madrid. I mean, Madrid now on I the train, Madrid, you yeah. can, you know, point to point from Malaga is a couple yeah. of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Cadiz, location of Marbella is fantastic. Yes. The airport is 45 minutes away. International yeah. flights, you have amazing places to visit if you ever want to, you know, ignite that travel spirit. But in even your... if you don't want to travel, one of the things I like, because growing up on an island, yeah. 
you do have that little bit of a feeling of being stuck. Yeah, you have and to plan everything. You have to plan everything, yeah. you have to get on a flight. I mean, I went to university in the UK and I nearly missed my flight because of a traffic jam on the M1 on Christmas. And it, the panic was overwhelming because I knew if I didn't get on that flight, that was it. Mm. Because all the flights were booked because it's a Christmas resort. Yeah. Yeah. What was I going to do? You know, my family were all there. And it, what's nice here is you do have that. And I love that I can live where I live and just have a very normal, quite boring, suburban, day-to-day yes, exactly. -day life. But Puerto Banus is just there. Mm. And I never go. If you want yeah. to, but I like the idea that yeah. I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never go out dancing till four o'clock. Well, I used yes, to. Yes, you do. There was no rule last Friday. I like the idea that if I wanted to, I could do that. And that's perfect, you know? because that brings <laughs> us to my next point, yes. which is laid back and relaxed. Yeah. And because you have so many options here, you can either chill, you can experience, you yeah. can go dance, you can go drink, you can go dine, but, but you can also relax. Yeah. But we don't start work till 10. That's true. I mean, where in the world can yes. you waltz into well, half 10 if you may. But you know, where in the world can you waltz into the office? Oh, 10 o'clock. And 10 yeah. seems early sometimes. And then early, yes. yeah. yeah. I remember we all said we're going to be here for 9.30 this morning. I was like, what? I, I always get a picture. My brother works in Switzerland and he always sends a picture from the elevator when he's off to work. Every day at 7.30. Oh, oh. My sister leaves and the house to, at 10 past 6. Yeah, he has oh. to travel one hour It's just a little bit aggressive. And yeah. what do we do with that extra time? We we, we have a really nice breakfast. You're yeah. able to wake Coffee up Coffee on the terrace, look at the sunrise. Um, especially with me with my five-year-old. We have an hour and a half to play in the mornings. Maybe I'll have a coffee before work. Yeah. Yeah. And you, when you, by the time you get to work, you, you're in a great mood. Mm -hmm. You're ready to rock and roll. I've got too much time on that. I am up at 6 every day, but that's because I like to spend some time this is what makes us actually, and I've realized also in this office, work very efficient because our brain is recovered. It's full of dopamine. It's full of energy. No, really. It's full of energy, full of dopamine. And we, we bring that experience and that happiness that we experience. We pass that over to the clients that think of coming here. I think we're relaxed, aren't we? Yeah. Because we're, we're not in that system no. where we, you know, we're nine till... 10 at night or something like that. But has, let's, let's also say that it cons. can be a little bit too relaxed here. A little bit too relaxed. In the business or in Spain? Uh, yeah, both. <laughs> both. So we're a happy medium. We, yeah. we, well, I think uh, most people come here for, you know, certainly if they're coming from the UK or another Northern European country, they come here for a change of pace yeah. and a change of life. And, you know, we don't come here necessarily to further our careers and, and all that sort of stuff. It's because we... Like it. We just We like it. Here. And we, we don't want to be in that rat race. We don't want to be yeah. on that ladder. I mean, I had a... Great job in the UK. We had the nice house, the nice fancy cars. We never saw each other. We were completely stressed. We down two bottles go. of wine a night, and and that was it. That was our life. Yeah. And here, it's like it's completely different. I, I know what you mean. Sometimes yeah. you think. Ooh, I know Alan Sugar said he could never live here, never work here because it's not enough to do. But, but I think it's, it's, it's chasing, chasing, opportunity. chasing different values yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, because yes, it's laid back. So in a way. We can carve and we carve a niche in the fact that we live in this laid-back place, but we still offer a service to people mm. that's yes. actually efficient. Yes, I know that's one of the things with, with my clients is that if I say I'm going to, if once somebody said to me the other day, why is it, Rebecca, when you say that it's going to arrive on Friday? It arrives on Friday. But when everybody else tells me it's going to arrive on Friday, it arrives the following Wednesday. <laughs> I, I know why. And I said because I'm told it's going to arrive. <laughs> When my, my suppliers tell me it's going to arrive on Monday, I could tell you it's going to arrive on Monday, but I know it's not going to. So you say I, Friday. I, I tell you Friday, you because then I can yeah. be efficient. Yes. Yeah. I would rather phone you up and go, it's here two days early, than say, sorry, yeah. it's going to be That's two days fair. late. Yeah. And it's 
Mm. People don't want, they're on holiday. They don't want to be sitting around waiting or let down. And one of the things here that does happen is the breakfast thing. If you're, a lot of people, if they're in, you know, the builders or things like that, oh. they start at eight. Oh. And then they have breakfast to be off at 10. <laughs> no. Yeah, two hours of work. You and then breakfast. Be, you can be then... in the bank. Oh, we've all done this. You can be in the bank, queuing up. There's a queue out the door. To but it's breakfast. Put check in. And again. you've got the two people there doing the cash things. Look at the watch. Yeah, they 10, go for breakfast. And they go. Oh. And you're like, hang on, there's a queue of 12 people. They leave their yeah. colleague then with that they're queue. With the and they're off for having their second breakfast yeah. of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, hang on a minute. But who's got it right? Who's got it wrong? Well, look, it took me yeah. a year, I think, when I came down here to adjust yeah. to the, yeah. the slow pace of life. Why isn't everything on time? Why can't we do it quicker? And it was my issue, not the Spanish. Yeah, oh, yeah. And this yeah. is what took me yeah, a year to realise that. Really think Don't bring your London that. ways mm -hmm. to yes, here. That's yeah. a very good point. You have to very think how, how far the Spanish have come. Forty years ago, mm. they weren't even a democracy, let's be honest. Yeah. And I think they've come a... I'll have a smile like that. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. But, um, it, but it's true. You know, they, 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 okay, people say they're not particularly commercially adept and they don't think like Northern Europeans or Americans do. No, they probably don't yeah. because they're not brought up to think like that. I think we're finding it with the younger generation of Spanish that they do because they want to be competitive. They want to, to match the, the pace and, the, you know, Anyway, another, yeah. another but one, it's a very, I mean, the Madrilenos say the same thing as Londoners do about people in Andalusia. Yes. Mm -hmm. They've often, you know, they've been a bit of a butt of a joke because they don't right. work as hard, they work slower and things like that. And there was, um, it was going around on Facebook in this summer because it was ridiculously hot and there's all these heat waves in, you know, further northern Europe and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, when the Andalusians had to deal with it, Andalusians were lazy. Now people yes. have got to deal with it in Madrid and Paris. Now it's a heat wave. Rebecca, while they're in full flow, what? tell us about the fresh food and fish and chewing details and stuff like that. Mm. Oh <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, I'm yeah. not I'm not a foodie, so I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on this topic. I'm not a foodie. No, not. No. Oh, so people say, Oh, we just caught this this tuna in the in the nets. I was down at Cornell last week, just caught this fish and I'm like, oh, well. So yeah, give us a bit of John West. What do you like? If you're not a foodie, what do you <laughs> like? You? Are you a, hang on a minute. You're gonna, you're wait, gonna are you a breatharian? Do you breathe in air and, and live by it? <laughs> Pre-prepared meals. Yeah. Well, this is the frustration, isn't it? No, but you like food, but you like the food that you like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like Dominic. I like a burger. But you don't have pre-prepared pre yeah. meals here at yeah. all. If you That's want the problem. it, you have to make it. Oh, yes. My cooking skills are second to none now because I've purely had to. Mm. It's all fresh ingredients. You have to eat healthy. It's either frozen nonsense or fresh ingredients. There's yeah. no in between. Whereas that's why we all get excited. But I don't know if there's an equivalent in Germany. I'm sure there is. But you go to London, Waitrose, Food Hall, Mark Mark's Spence, Spence Food Hall, and you're like, oh. Because everything is, you can just grab it off the shelves and eat it that. Yeah. yeah. But also, you can eat out a lot easier and a lot cheaper here. Yeah, you can. Yes. You know, it's very accessible. There's all types of food. Um, and I, I love, in the summer, it's less... I find it frustrating that they don't open longer in the season, but the Chiringuitos down on the beach. Yeah, people but they think, make so much money in the summer. Some people <laughs> think that's just a Spanish thing, but it's not. It's only in Andalusia. I mean, you don't get them in the Canaries. No, no. And I just love that being actually on the beach. With yes. sand in your toes. With sand in your toes. Yes. And you know, lunch comes in all forms. I was out on a boat a couple of weeks ago. Catching oh, my own fish. That's and not what business goes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, lunch comes in in a natural form. You literally are you catch it. fishing and eating. <laughs> no, it is yeah. it is lovely that. But mm. I think what I noticed about Spanish food is a lot of it is kind of like it's fried, isn't it? It's all, I think it's there fried. is a lot of fried food. <laughs> it but, depends but where you go. Again, it's it the depends. depends where you go and yeah. the health. People are learning about it being a bit more healthy yes. with certain yeah. things like yes. that. And the thing is, I think English people maybe will order 
the meal. So you have, and you, it turns up, and it's the chips and the fried fish. Yeah. But if you you're Spanish, that yeah, you don't know the other. Yeah, you have to walk. Like, what are you supposed to do? You don't have a salad to go with it. Yeah. You see. So yes, you know, people will say, "Oh, there's no vegetables." No, 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 because you order in, that separately. In most yeah. menus, there is on the last page at the bottom fish, fish and, and chips. chips. Yeah. <laughs> just in case, just in case, to not go wrong. I tell you what, I do like about eating in restaurants here. Because I was back in the UK a few weeks ago, and you know, you, you it's like a set of instructions, isn't it? Okay, note your table number. Oh, yeah. Okay, where's the table? It's okay. quite stressful. Number 25. Isn't it? Yeah. Okay, choose your food. Okay, choose your food. <laughs> and it goes to the bar and pay for it. Go to the bar and pay for it. I love it, yeah. I love it. I love it. There's no stress. There's no emotion. It's an experience to eat here. Let's put it that way. And nobody ever can even in a restaurant. You even go and pick up your knife and fork and your mayonnaise and things from this little counter. You never expect a tip. And you've done all the work. That is because. It's a fast-moving society. Yeah. Here, Marbella is, is like you uh, was said before, exactly, everything's more laid back, oh, more relaxed, yeah, so people have the time. Yeah. When I go for, for a Chiringuito lunch, I go there at 2 and I leave at 6. This is it. It's a long yeah. journey. It's a four time. hours. Yeah. That's where yeah. it goes in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. When I'm not closing deals, <laughs> I oh, But no, but you never have that feeling in a restaurant, which I've had in the UK or wherever, is that the waiter brings you, because you've not ordered anything for a while, you're just chatting, yeah. so they bring you your bill. Yes. Oh, we're leaving now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Whereas here, you can just, exactly. you don't want to, you just. You very often they come to us and just go, what have you had? Because they, yeah. <laughs> they sell you the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll yeah. find and restaurants only have one sitting because you literally are there for four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love the way here that, say, in kind of like Elveria, where you've got Nikki Beach. Um, it's you can you can either choose to go to somewhere like Nikki Beach, have yeah, a really right. expensive yeah. lunch, have a really expensive bed, or next door you've got what I'd call Sergio's bar, where you can go and have a you know some bed for five euros and have some tapas, and you've exactly. spent twenty euros and yeah. you've been on the beach all day. Yeah, there's there's the two mixes. Marbella. You don't hey, have to do it while you're in flow. Yes. Next one is yours. Okay, good roads and uh, transport. Good roads and transport. Whoever thought that would be on the list? Well, I just think that we've got good road connections here. And when I do go back to UK or Ireland sometimes and see the state of the roads or the traffic or I think just the here. The road works. Yeah, the, all the road works. There never works. seem to be any road works on these roads. Do they have to be able to fix them? Whenever I well, fly... Well, they built them new. I mean, like you say, there's yeah. only been democracy for 40 years. And it was it's like this country's kind of started 30 years. No, seriously, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, like you, have, you went for... You didn't, in the UK, you've had train systems forever. Yeah, yeah. So you have old train systems that need to be improved. Here, mm. they have no trains. Yeah, yeah, so, so then all of a sudden, you get the best new trains. You Whenever I fly back to, to Birmingham, we you know we land, we get in the car, and we're stuck on the traffic traffic in the M5 for yeah. half an hour yeah. to get to the destination here. Land in Malaga, straight, pick my car up, yeah. very good service. Payroll. Straight, you know, I'm home in 40 minutes. There's the toll road, unless there's an accident. Unless it's all, and then you haven't got a hard shoulder, and then you have to do that thing where you yeah. separate, and the ambulance comes tearing through. And it's I like, mean, and then yeah. one person chasing the ambulance. Yeah, one person chasing the ambulance. Yeah, chasing the ambulance. Yeah, chasing the ambulance. Yeah, must be relative. But the it's cost not, of it's normally dominant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. The Costa del Sol road is not known for being the best road network that runs through from Malaga to to Gibraltar. Actually, it was um, the Costa del Sol road from Malaga to Marbella was one of the most uh, dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous because it has it's no so central reservation, yeah. so people would go yeah. along. On the fast lane and stop to turn left. But yeah. I, I, I'm just yeah. talking in terms of connections in, okay. like you just said, of going to Seville, to Madrid, to Granada. You know, as soon as you're past that Costa del Sol road mm. and on the on the autovía, yeah. you know, you're you're off you go, and yeah. it's it's very well signed. You don't get lost. Um, yeah, no. It, no. 
People don't, some people don't like the coast road because it does run through town to town mm. and people say, well, why is there a motorway just right outside? But this, oh. it actually becomes your lifeline because not yeah. only can you hit Portugal from that road, I've driven all the way to Switzerland. Mm. So, I mean, that road now becomes my lifeline of where I want to travel. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You can't get lost here as long as you, you know can't. where the seat is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you see on your left, it's, it's really right. Yeah. Oh, I'll just turn around. Yeah. And the other thing, I think it was you, Shanine, that mentioned about the speed cameras. Yes, well, speed cameras. I, when I first came here, I have to say I was a speeder, um, just purely because I was excited. You know, no, no cameras. <laughs> I've just come from Switzerland from the autobahn, and Costa del Sol seemed to allow me to carry on doing that. Although nowadays I do stick to the speed limit, but you yeah, don't have cameras here. And you are trusted to we're enjoy seeing, the we're seeing Everyone more knows more. where they are. But we're there's seeing like two of them. I have to stuff. say, you know, I go down to Cunha a little bit. Yeah. And I always just add on now 100 quid to my bill. Because I always get stopped. Go. And I still don't know where this camera is. Oh, you've not figured it out? I haven't figured it out. Mm -hmm. I think there is an application, guys. But you could use it. Link in bio. See, I'm really boring. See, it used to be a limit of 120 on the post road. So if there's a limit of 120, you have people doing 140, 150, and it was I was driving a lot up and down with work and things like that, and it got quite nerve-wracking yeah, sometimes. I either. like that they've lowered the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. I see, like that oh. because now it's 80, people maybe do 100, 100 and you get the odd yeah. lunatic in the Lamborghini. Yeah. But you know, but it just brings general safety I'm, to know, everyone as well. Does. I'm old. I quite like that the roads are right down. You're the one that's slowing <laughs> along in the slow lane. Exactly. I'm in the seven-seater mum van. There's a way of driving here. Maybe we'll do that in another podcast. There's yeah. a certain way to oh, drive yeah. here. Because whenever I go back to the UK, you have to be on the board. I'm all over the place. Anyway, yeah. on to um, point number nine. We're nearly there, guys. I know we've um, we're nearly uh, we're nearly at the end of this this long saga. Shanine again. <laughs> oh, me again. Oh, yeah. there you go. Local ferriers. Well, I have to say, I have discussed it with the office and nobody seems as keen as I am, but the ferrier to me is, um, it's just a real pride of the local town. What is it? What is the ferrier? Right. Well, to me, ferrier is um, a chance for, it's, well, basically, it's a fun fair. Let's give it the basic. Yeah, yeah. It's a... But it's, it lasts for a week. Um, you've got beautiful food stalls there. You've got uh, drink tents. You've got a section for children. But the families come together. But for me, it's a chance to meet all your friends from all the other towns that they may live in. So everybody will come to San Pedro and they'll enjoy it with me there. Then the town will move to Marbella, you know, the ferry will move there. And you, then you just meet all your people sort of during yeah. those times. And it's one of the most exciting events. I love it. And I'm going to try and get you all out. Next well, I'm week. going. I want to go on the Bucking Bronco thing. What is that? I want to see you. What is that? It's the it's the and you're sitting on the floor. Oh, that's it. You're gonna ride the ball. Yeah, I'm gonna ride the ball. So I'll probably break my back. It's okay because he's got sandals. But I want to do. I love the the traditional day when because every every town has its own saint and that is the day and then the ferry works right like extend it for a whole week around it and on the traditional day. Right here, the, they all wear traditional outfits. Yes, let's not forget how beautiful they are. Yes, agreed. They've the got the outfits. And these things are sacrosanct. I mean, you know, residents look forward to this from the, the, for the whole year, don't they? From the oh, day they yeah. nice And the town's pretty much shut down. Some of the lawyers and accountants and the shops might open in the mornings, but after about two o'clock, it's very, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's very, it's a religious thing. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
So the ferry might last till like a Sunday, but then don't they take the Monday off to recover? Yeah, yeah most yes. of the time. I mean, do, you yeah. can go to the day after the, the, the big day. Yeah. You do the school run and there's like five kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all full of candy floss. They will be up to four and in the morning. It goes on all night. There's no set time. It's a case of, hey, oh, yeah. when the last one leaves, we'll stop the music. Day if you live in town, you'll be back there. There's day ferry and night ferry, which is quite different as well. They used to do the day ferry in San Pedro on the church square where I live. And that was awful. Yeah, so if you yeah. live in town, but it's now not they've so moved good. it to the outside of town. <laughs> there, there, is, there is a cut off. I think it stops at four. But you it's know. starting now, I think. Oh, it's oh, Monday, Monday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday. And San Pedro is the last one in Andalusia. Yes, yes. So, yeah. last one of the year. And so I don't think like it's the, the biggest. So really shut do. Time to get but it is this last fling before kind of It is the last fling, isn't it? Yeah. So this brings us on to the last one, which is my little extra little whammy, which I thought I'd throw in there. I like the Costa del Sol and Marbella because it's a bubble. Yeah. And I know people say it's not the real Spain. I think you can dip into the real Spain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, I enjoy doing. I, I, I like to be able to, to dip into the nice things in life. If I've got a bit of money in my pocket, I might go and have a nice meal and a lovely environment. If I want to go and watch my football team in a local bar with a pint of lager, I can Load do of that. Brits, you can do yeah, that. Yeah, you can <laughs> do that. And you can also just walk on the beach and enjoy the, the, the great things that are free here. Yeah. You know. But I think what I like about it is it is a bubble. It isn't the real Spain. I didn't move here to... It's not really Spain. the real world. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't like the real world. No, at the it's moment. depressing. It's depressing. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on yeah. that isn't great. Yeah. So I'm quite happy to be in a bubble. When people come here and recreate themselves, you'll find that they, you know, they've left their previous life back in the UK, which you, they'll never speak to you about. Yeah. And they literally come here and they start. Sounds like your CV. <laughs> <laughs> it's all genuine. <laughs> when <laughs> down, I even put mine on my CV. So. Yeah, <laughs> Don't worry. yeah, you can literally be. You can go from. I mean, when I first came down here. Um, I did events and I was on the TV, I was in magazines, I was on oh, the radio. I was, you. Yeah, yeah. You, and you'd never know because I literally, I mean, I was doing it in the UK as well, but you can be a superstar here. Yeah, you can. You, you can, can be, like a movie You can star. be a big fish in a small pond, mm-hmm. but really recreate yourself in any way, you shape or form. And I don't think any other town probably in the no. world will allow you to do that. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, you don't have to. Yes. You can be like you know, me, so you, where I sit on my terrace, look at, out at the world and think... <laughs> and okay, like a Hollywood recluse. Oh, yeah, I am. Yes. I sit on my terrace, I've got, With pan- on I've got panoramic sea views, and I sit there and say, I'm not going out this no, evening. But people think that you look. live this Marbella, you know, that you, but you can live that Marbella yeah, life. You can. Yeah. But you can also just live a really nice, normal, safe, yeah. well-fed oh. life. Right. <laughs> 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 Finish off now the next few minutes, guys. So that's. Oh. I just really want to throw this in. Oh. A lot of people that left Marbella dream back. about coming back. Coming yeah. back yeah. Well, do you know what? I had a year that's, out. That's crazy. Me too. I started yeah. to, to sort of not hate. Yeah, I started to hate the place and the people. Everything was just driving me mad. So yeah. I had a year out. And it was a good year. I actually had a year back in the UK in 2012. So it was the Olympics. It was the Jubilee. It was a really nice mm. time to be in the UK. But I could not wait to get yeah. back. And when I came back, and I think a lot of people do this. And if not, people should do it when they start to get frustrated with the place. Go but you back. come back with fresh eyes. You do. And you look at it in a different way. And you accept its faults. Mm. And you just live with it. And it's I find, anyway, that it's a much better experience second time around. Mm. It um, took me yeah. six weeks. Things that were really uh, bugging me here actually went back, and I thought, are they that bad? Yeah, I'm going to go it. back with fresh eyes. And like I say, with going back to the healthcare thing, that was a that was a, a thing for me at the time. You know, I, I didn't have private healthcare. I was frustrated if I went to the doctors and I couldn't speak my own language. And so I thought, no, I'm going back to the UK. That's the that's where I want to be. I miss my family. It took me six weeks. <laughs> six weeks, yeah. I was back. Yeah, I left Marbella four times. 
and I always <laughs> wanted to come back. Really? Just the four. Four times, but for a longer period. Yeah, really. It's what I like to call, no, that's actually picked up from Steve Jobs, a reality distortion field here. Because the things you perceive in somewhere else yeah. are not the ones you perceive here. You encapsulate yourself from the outer world. And they say and, the grass yeah. is greener, well, it is in, in my home country because it rains more. Yeah. And you know what, the way I describe <laughs> it to clients when they ask me, you know, kind of what the difference is, it, just to try and sum it up, what I say is that here I feel 10 years younger than I am. And in the UK, I feel 10 years older than yes. I am. Yeah. Something about this lifestyle, it just makes you feel a bit freer, happier, younger. But th I think about it this way. I thought of it the other day. What a luxury I have to wake up and actually go to the beach with my dogs. No, that's another thing. No. But go down to the beach. Yeah. There are little have things that we don't appreciate. But yeah. Imagine this. Yeah. My brother then says his friend next door has a screensaver on his computer with a beach. Yeah. That I go to every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas he has to look at it from a computer screen. And this is the majority of the people do that. Yeah. 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 The accessibility of these beautiful things that we have is now. Yeah. We can approach them now. Whereas people have to work. You see people come for holidays for a week and a year. They work the entire year to don't be able to, to do be what we do. We year. don't want everybody coming here. Basically, Marbella is not a great place to come. Beaches are dirty, healthcare is bad, and we are here. It's just the worst part. Okay, just moving on quickly to run through a few of the things that that annoy us. That drives us a bit nuts. I said that nowhere's perfect. So the first one on the list, we touched, um, on, we? We touched on, but it is too laid back at times, isn't it? Don't yeah, I'm just going to keep it nice and short. It's too laid back. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Next one no, is, if, um, like I oh, said, if you, if you are coming here as a holiday maker, it's fantastic. It works. You enjoy yourself. But if you actually do business like we do, mm -hmm. at times it's frustrating because you cannot execute things at the pace you want. Yeah, yeah. agree. And you have to adjust to the flow, which you personally can do. But you the can't minute change the system. You can't. But the minute you have a client from a different country with different expectations, you cannot manage their expectations. Yeah. So possible. what you actually said was very clever, Rebecca, that you have to work around it and when a client says i want a tuesday i'll have to no if i if the package comes on tuesday yeah. i'll tell Manage him it's it going to come on friday yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, a great way but that's but something you have to yeah. do because it's so late back forward planning you have, you have to you have, you have to, to yeah. because otherwise you get yourself in you can get yourself it's hard where people think oh you live in spain you have this really relaxed life I remember we moved to spain 30 odd years ago and i remember my mom she bought a guitar because she thought that she's going to have so much free time and she was going to do the thing that she was wanted, she'd always wanted to do was learn to play the guitar. That guitar is still sitting there because you do have to work really hard yeah. to yeah. be able to enjoy all these yeah. things. Like you say, you know, there's not necessarily career opportunities that you would have had in the UK. You find a niche yeah. so that you can stay here, so that you can live here. And it means that sometimes you work stupid hours or you work funny hours or you have to, you deal with all these frustrations yeah. to be different. For example, to be able forward to planning offer. could be next Tuesday I need to use my lunch break to go to the bank. Yeah, because yeah. there might be a queue of, like yeah. Sean said yeah. earlier, yeah. ten people. Yeah. So I, that, that those little things frustrate us. The, and it uh, takes time to get work. stuff yeah. done. Yeah. And <laughs> that's another. Yeah. Yeah. That's another. That's another <laughs> I think it's a little bit difficult. At least I experienced it to actually work here, because people. I've noticed you have difficulty with that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Funny people that actually come here. They come for holidays, and yes. in summer in particular, you're working. Heavily, you're sweating. You need to have three shirts in your car to oh, always change. Yeah. And, a pair of jeans. and then you can't get that 
Yeah, jeans, <laughs> that's another. I wear jeans. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's official now. Then you try to park because you have a viewing and you just see this family park there with six kids. They're all going to the beach. Oh, yeah. Are you so dead? And it's the last parking spot. Yeah. You know, you have to go to the end of the world to park and then yeah. walk and sweat more. And you kind of feel like everyone is enjoying it. And yeah. I'm actually just yeah. working my yeah. ass off. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it feels, it feels like <laughs> yeah. that. But still. Yeah. Which brings us on to um, July and August. Rebecca, oh, yeah, just, you were the most vocal on this when we did the It's just so that. hot. <laughs> it's, which is lovely when you're on holiday. Yeah. And yeah. you're here and you can go to the pool and you can, you know, you can stay up late and sleep, you know, and go to the swimming baths. And, swimming baths? That sounds very normal. That's very normal. Yeah, swimming baths are normal. You go to the pool, you go to the beach and you can just enjoy it. But yeah. when you're working and it's just so okay. hot so, and trying to look <laughs> relatively Non-sweaty. Oh, that's possible. <laughs> because most people, most people, will yeah. <laughs> come for a week or two weeks. It's their second or third holiday of the year. They've got you know brand new clothes, had their hair oh, done. That's what we I mean. Exactly. You know, we live here. We live here. All year round. So you're just trying to. Because we see them. Yeah. We pop back to to Germany or the UK. And you see them at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiles, right? Okay, so do we have any fans of? Yes, me. Oh, Shanine, come and rescue us from this madness. I'm actually tired of hearing people talk about the state of the weather. You love July. No, I love it. I but don't. I also deeply dislike it at the same time. I don't love it. I, but I'm, yeah. I'm half African, see, I've got the origin there, so uh, I'm, I'm able to go out in the sun and not burn till Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, uh, I just I lucky. just have to think about it. Yeah, I just go red. Yeah. No, I, I go quite brown. Yeah, all right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, we get through a lot of factor 50. 50. Yeah, factor 50. You're white. You're white. See, it's a process. Anything. Before you leave the house in the morning, in the summer, it's a whole process. It's like me and Elliot, and we all just get covered in factor 50, and then we leave really? the house. Really? Yeah. I hibernate. Because otherwise, I yeah. just stay I at home all I never August. put sun cream on. Never have oh, I, and never will I. I'm like con against So we've got... We've got speeders. We've got people that don't slap slips lot, as the Australians call it, where you anyway. It might, it, might be, it might be something else entirely. <laughs> anyway, moving yeah, moving swiftly on. Um, no, Sunday shopping. Well, this is my bugger bear. Yeah. See that doesn't bother me. Oh no, it bothers me. It doesn't bother me. Like, it, doesn't it annoys me that they open on a Sunday in the summer when you we can go to the beach. But in the winter when it's raining no, it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, no, I love it. Took me about eight years to work out why. Okay, because it. Do we still know why? I, I mean, know now why. Well, I've got my own reasoning why. Because the Spanish are very smart. They understand that if you have people working on a Sunday, I mean, you only have to go on the boulevard on a Sunday morning. There's grandma, it's auntie, family auntie, time. It's family time. They're, they're yeah. twenty strong. You've got the kids there, and I think if you gave the option for people to work because money is quite tight, they would work. But they're very smart. They've kept that out of the loop because. Yeah. That's their family time. Yeah, it it took me sacrosanct. so long to work that out sacrosanct. because I couldn't understand why they didn't it's want like to make money. When I, I was growing up, you know, in the UK, I, in the eighties, it was um, there was no Sunday shopping. There was no. But there is now. You popped. You pop down to the you know the local corner shop and go and get your fresh bread and milk, mm-hmm. and that's it for your day. If you haven't got it in on a Sunday. But I love preparation, though. You, you go on Saturday and you prepare for Sunday. Let's say the market's shopping. open until no, no. 10 o'clock at night. Love I think you have to go all the way to Gibraltar to shop. You're a different kind. But actually, if you want to go Sunday shopping, you can. You can go to Gibraltar. I don't want to go to Gibraltar. To another country. You have Super Core. They're open. You've got some little shops. No, I don't mean like bread and milk. I mean... 
clothes. Maybe so how to go important to the... is the bread and milk on a Sunday? Let's get real. For so me, you, not you at can all. get the bread and milk. This is so it. I had a conversation with a Spanish guy about <laughs> I don't this. Even like he was milk. a traditional Spanish, <laughs> family live in Malaga, and he just did not understand the concept. Mm. And I said, look, you could employ more people, the economy could, could thrive. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, why, they don't, why would they you don't work money. And this guy's this guy's a professional. You know, he's a seriously switched on guy and he just could not understand why it's family time that's yeah, it yeah. full stop family so time. again you have to ask the question who's got it right who's got it wrong yeah moving swiftly on we've already covered this actually the the lack of choice with some of the food and things oh i love it i love going to dia and having a choice of one toothpaste one this one oh, that. yeah it makes my shopping experience very easy when, i mean when, give me honestly whenever there's an empty unit lack of choice get in there i'll need a like no, a choice, yeah. How posh if, are we? That if we say I, there's a lack of choice here. There's there's everything is here. If but I you, go home and I go to Tesco's, I actually get confused. You've been around. Yeah. <laughs> there's too, too much. Too much choice. There's a whole aisle of chocolate. But what you Wait, have you here is you go to the local supermarket and you've just got... We should narrow it down. This is lack of choice for British. All I want is a market. Maybe it's a lack of choice. Yeah, He's not left his British behind. Lack of choice for British. Because I go shopping, I have no lack of choice. I have everything. Because all you eat is sausage and potatoes. No, that's not true. <laughs> Anything I want, I can find at Incorting Glass, the supermarket there. Yes. Amazing. It's, you getting it's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. You have the French think, What it is, the difference market. is you have to go to different places. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's possible. Whereas, just hit the well, that takes a whole day. Yeah. Which is why Emma does a four-day week. I think Emma never works. Yeah, I <laughs> so we have right. just had Iceland. But when, when you eat out, there is so much choice in different types of restaurants. Yes. yes. But then you only go to two or three, don't you? Because we're all creatures of habit. So it's all a waste of time. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and the last one, I'm going to hand back to Dominic. Marbella's image. Yeah, just going to quickly mention that. My last client from Ireland. She told me that whatever they see on the news about Marbella, it's about criminality, it's about drugs, it's about parties, it's about getting wasted, it's about girls in super short skirts, puking, supercars. Super that sort of bling, bling, superficial bling. Yeah. lifestyle that Marbella has, and that's not true. That's a small. It does exist. It but exists. It's a, it's a fraction of what Marbella gets the most publicity. It's what it gets on the news. Obviously, because emotions and junk sells. Yeah. And yeah. that's the sort of image that's being sold in Ireland, for instance, that's what the client said. So I'm not happy with that because that's not Marbella. That's no, not Marbella. No, 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 I said to live. the clients as well, look, you live in Marbella, what you create is your own environment. You start finding places you like, you yeah. know where to avoid, you know what to do. Yeah. It's not party drugs and rock and roll. If you want, damn. But it's not Marbella. No. So I don't like the image it has because people like to trash talk about everything. Yeah. Of course they do. So what was the, pro what was the months, program you know? that Piers Morgan did a few years back? Oh, oh, oh. yes. And I watched that just with, I, I, I had kind of tears in my eyes. I was yeah, like, this is not where we live. This is uh, not being represented. That's why I actually we... do my YouTube channel. Because I want to show people that there's so much more to Marbella plug in Marbella. Yeah, <laughs> plug it always. That's why I do these videos because I want people to understand that when they move here, it's not just that. It's like you said earlier, it's Andalusia. Yeah. yeah, we live in Andalusia. Yeah. And hey, you can get really well pissed here. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think I'm surely a good time partying. But then you can also go to a to. beautiful little village and yeah. enjoy a coffee with a 85-year-old grandma that tells you the history that yeah. she never actually moved out of the village. But she has so much to tell. I, I think a lot of it is is kind of jealousy as well. I yeah. think that's driven. Oh, yeah. Um, because people... 
it's probably this Facebook culture we've created. Yeah, Instagram as well. People look at you on Facebook and on Instagram and they think you've got the best life ever. I want a piece of that, but I'm not bold enough to get on a plane and come and join you, but yeah. I'm going to slack you off. Yeah. And so, you know, you live in a drug-riddled den of iniquity. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we get clients call up and say they're looking to buy a property and um, you say, where are you looking to buy a property? And they say Marbella. And I said, do you actually mean Marbella? Are Marbella. you thinking oh. of Marbella? Saying, oh, oh, no, Marbella. And I said, no, okay, well, we cover Benavis, Estepona, yeah. down to Sotto Grande, Malaga. It's the whole cost of... It's, it's the only town that they, they recognise. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to put up on don't they? Yes. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they say yeah. that, they mean Porta Venusia. I think everyone here can say that we've not been to Porta Venusia in a long time. Right. I just don't go at night. Frankly speaking, I went there the other day. The daytime is brilliant. The shopping is world class. I mean, seriously, I've called the Inglés, Porta Venusia, is oh, yeah. on a par with Sao Paulo, Cabana. It's got everything, Dior. and the shopping is fantastic. The environment is great. It's very wealthy. It's it is a bit bling bling, but it's it's fantastic. And it's a cinema you go see. It's great for people but watching. I wouldn't go there at night, <laughs> night because it's just yeah, a bit grim. Yeah. I don't take my girlfriend there after eleven o'clock. In the morning. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you keep her locked up at night. No, no, I'm saying I don't. No, no, I'm just keeping her in a dungeon. She's going to fight. I don't, don't, so so don't just... want to go there because you do have the sort of crowd that goes, hey, sexy, wow. come yeah. here. It yeah. puts you in a position as yeah, well. Yeah, and then I have to use my taekwondo skills and kick out. <laughs> and get it all just gets messy. Yeah, and I don't want to have, you know, these like bruises on my face because then the clients look at it. Yeah. What we're trying no, to say is my bear is not what you see on the no, TV. It's no, it's absolutely not. Yeah. So... Thank you, everyone, for your thank you, um, sure. thank you. We've overrun a little bit, but hey, it was our first attempt, and I'm sure you'll go easy on us. Uh, well done, by the way, for those who managed to sleep for one hour <laughs> yeah. and twenty minutes yeah. by the time we finish. I, I to listen to these podcasts when I'm like when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm in the car. So it might have taken a week to get through this, but hopefully it was worthwhile. And if you uh, can think of any topics that you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please do let us know. Um, yeah. We would really appreciate your feedback. Yeah, if you have anything to say, yeah, absolutely, let us know. I believe we are going to have a podcast channel on iTunes. Is that is that right? I I'm looking at so, yeah. it. Hopefully, I have, <laughs> no, idea no, idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea what I'm talking about. We're going to have a podcast channel on iTunes and okay. also stream it onto YouTube. Onto YouTube. Because okay. on YouTube, you can be very interactive with us. You can ask us questions. You can we'll see be our faces to help. Exactly. Everyone's just turned off now. All subscribers are gone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Make sure to subscribe because yeah. we are going to be making more of these and also give you some. Uh, guide on area guides of Nebea. Exactly. exactly. And it's but you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Come in and see us. Pop in for a coffee. Have a chat. And yeah. um, come and meet us in real life. I won't be, I won't be here. I'll be at the hospital. Yeah, I'll be at the hospital. If anyone wants to meet Emma, only Thursdays. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes Saturday. Oh, gracious. But, uh, yeah, we love you all. Thank you so much for your uh, you. support. And we'll see you next time. Next time. All right. There you go. Well done. <laughs> oh.